What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Yeehaw, we're going to Texas. We still can't win. Worst team in the NFL, worst defense historically in the history of the NFL. And since Dak Prescott got hurt, the worst offense. Whose fault is it that this team is the worst since the 1-15 of 1989? Whose fault? There's only one person higher than Jerry Jones with the Dallas Cowboys, and it's God. So fire the coach. Isn't that always the answer, Al? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome inside the bunker. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday and Hall of Fame writer broadcaster John Frenzy sticking with me here into hour two. This is the second half kickoff and I'm jumping right into the pool other than to clear up a couple of things. One, I rattled off our curling report near the end of hour one for Verge Agriculture, but I didn't put in the tag. Helping farmers plan and optimize their operations across every field. Visit vergeag.com to learn more today. Just give them a follow on Twitter and you'll find out more what Verge Ag is all about. Their Twitter feed is titled at Verge Agro. And John Frenzy went off on a tirade near the end of hour one about the CFL draft being April 15th. And uh, I, don't, I don't care as much about it as John does. But Lauren in Kamloops has pointed out the global draft is April 15th where they draft Europeans and Mexicans. But the actual Canadian college draft, the date has not been specified yet. But here's an interesting thing. In the break, I just went to Google 2021 CFL draft. Most asked question, will the CFL come back in 2021? Yep. That's you know, when they pop up the most asked Googled things. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. I want to mention, too, you see over my show, we're at over a half a million dollars already in the 50-50 lottery. I can't thank you enough. If you haven't bought your tickets, folks, Please do so now because we're making the draw tonight. You want to be in on the 50-50. You get a chance to win half this pot. But more importantly, help out the Kinsman Foundation, which is helping people every day improve their quality of life and independence through gifts of mobility equipment and medical travel assistance. See what we're saying? The Kinsman pays for a motorized wheelchair, pays for out-of-province medical help that we can't handle here in Saskatchewan. How important is that? Big time. So you can buy a ticket, one for $20, five for $50, or 20 tickets for $100, or 100 tickets for $250. Go to telemiracle5050.ca. The draw is live right now, and we'll be drawing tonight and announcing it tomorrow, just prior to the start of Telemiracle 45, which Darren and I will be live on. I'm going to skip past the quick six show topics and jump right in because it is a Flame Tech Football Friday to our NFL insider, Tory Gurley. Let's bring him on in. Former Green Bay Packers and Cleveland Browns wide out in our go-to. What lid you got on there today? Tory, what are you wearing? What is that? Uh, I like it. We're in our, yeah, we're in our NFL PA hat. You know, You're repping the union. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay, Tory, um... I'm going to just going to lob you a softball here first, which is our poll question today for Capital Auto Mall Universal Collision Center. What happens first? Russell Wilson gets traded. Deshaun Watson gets traded. J.J. Watt signs somewhere. Or Dak Prescott signs with the Cowboys. Which of those happens first? Ooh, that's, a, that's a good one. Um, I'm going to say J.J. Watt 
you know, signs a contract with the team. Okay, well, Brad, Brad Sham was with us last hour, the voice of the Dallas Cowboys, and he said the exact same thing. So if you're a team that signs him, mean, what did he say they're down to? Tennessee, Buffalo? Chicago, he said. Did he? Yeah. Chicago. Who do you think is going to get him? Honestly, I'm pulling for the Packers. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I think it's a great fit because he's, he's a hometown kid, and, you know, J.J. is all about family and football, and if he can have – his immediate family there at his games at Lambeau Field without them having to travel as far. I, I think that would be something he truly considers. And it's also an opportunity for him um, to play with Aaron Rodgers in a pretty stout defense. Okay, well, Green Bay is on the board. That's one of the three teams, and we're watching it very closely. But of these other topics, I'm sure you're following what's going on with Russell Wilson. And apparently I've read it correctly. He's like, here's my list of teams I would be traded to, Mr. Carroll, but I'm not asking for a trade. Don't get it twisted. This is just if you did trade me, this is where I'd like to go. Why would somebody do that? He has that no trade clause, and that's what you pay agents for is to have that type of uh, uh, – paperwork or language in a contract so you don't get drafted to like or not drafted but you don't get sent to the worst team in football or or football Siberia so uh, with him naming those four squads all of those are contenders and they're a quarterback away from being um, in the hunt so uh, you know I applaud Russell for that because most guys they don't have that type of leverage where you know you get traded for you know a, a you know, a couple, a stick of gum and, and some trash bags is not worth it at the end of the day. <laughs> Frenzy, what do you got for Tory? Uh, Bill Belichick, what's going to happen now with the New England Patriots? Uh, and what's going to happen with their quarterback situation? To be continued. I, I have no clue what's going on in New England. Uh, we, we have to trust the New England way, but Bill is, he's a mastermind in football. And it wouldn't shock me if he gave up some of that draft capital to move up the board. Or if he went out and got his old quarterback in Jimmy G, the same quarterback that he was willing to push Tom Brady out of the door for. So that lets me know that, you know, he has some options out there uh, with New England can uh, bring, into, there, bring into starting. Cam Newton won't be there, do you think? You can go get Jimmy G and have Cam Newton as a backup because Cam is playing on a, on a rookie minimum. Well, not a rookie, but a vet minimum contract. So, you can have two quarterbacks in New England, and and Cam could be get, getting paid the league minimum compared to someone like Jimmy G making a few, you know, ten or twelve million over him just by the leverage that Cam, you know, is is stuck with with being a free agent. Can Cam do the job? I'm not Cam. Can Jimmy G do the job? I think he can in New England. Uh, if you get him, if you give him an opportunity to go out there and compete, I think he's definitely a guy that can get it done because he's been in that system. He, he's been successful, and, and that's what New England is looking for. I'm just reading some comments from our YouTube viewers and Facebook viewers uh, from the Puck and Pigskin podcast. He's had a few uh, comments here. He says, okay, Russell Wilson to Las Vegas and Derek Carr to Dallas. I think he's just getting silly there. He says, all right, time to talk about what the CFL isn't doing. I'm not interested in talking about what the CFL isn't doing either. So we're going to move on from that. Um, but he talks about Juju Smith-Schuster wanting out of Pittsburgh. I mean, how do you feel about players wanting out of their current environments? Deshaun Watson is a great example of that. They say this, this relationship is beyond repair, Tory. 
If you're the coach or GM of the Texans, let's say the GM, how are you handling Deshaun Watson? Because he met with a coach the other day, and it didn't change his mind. So what are you doing with Deshaun? Oh, we lost him. Okay, now Clark tells me that he's back. Things are getting wonky here. If you're the GM of the Houston Texans, what are you doing with your star quarterback who says he will never play for you again? You got to let them walk. Uh, you know, something you don't want to do is have that negative energy walking around the building. Uh, they've already showed their hand by what they did with J.J. Watt and how they're trying to uh, move forward. And if Deshaun Watson wants to be out of there, uh, I think you should grant them that because that you can bring in someone who really wants to be there and can help you in. And not saying that Deshaun would go out and sabotage a team, but if the leader doesn't want to be there, what make you think the other 52 guys are going to be willing to play as well? So I just think you should just cut your cut, you know, cut cut your losses and, and move on. Sounds good, but who would really want to be there? <laughs> I don't think there's any quarterback that would really want to be there. Do you? In Houston? I think if Cam Newton is a back, if Cam Newton is a backup in New England, I think Houston looks amazing to him right now. So um, Jameis Winston, you know, he, he's in a quarterback battle in and New Orleans with uh, Taysom Hill. So there are a lot of guys who want to be a starting quarterback in the National Football. I don't know what's going on. We got some tech gremlins going on here today. So listen, I'm going to ask one more question of Tori. You guys want to bring him out? Bring him out, bring him out, and then bring him back in, and then we'll get on to the rest of the topics here and let Tori get on with his day. Tori, you do have a very exciting – you tell me when he's ready. Now he's gone. Lynch, it's not our day. No, it's not our day. <laughs> What's happening there? Uh, interesting, though, Cam Newton's talking about still wanting to play and uh, – Indicates he'd like to stay in New England, but I don't think they want him there. It's, it's unbelievable. We're talking. I guess time flies, but we're talking about the formal former MVP of the National Football right. League, Cam Newton, who yep. can't find a place to play. And I'm sorry. Why well, I want to bring him on? Yeah, because that's why he wanted to come on. So, Tori, okay, we're having connection issues. So, listen, I'm just gonna put it to you, and then we'll let you go. This Sunday, you got a very important event going on. Tell folks how they can participate with home field advantage. All right. Well, first of all, I want to thank you guys, the Rock Peterson Show, for allowing me to come on here and, and talk about uh, Home Field Advantage. It's my company. I help young men and young women get the opportunity to be recruited for Division One, Division Two, or Division Three. Um, business has been going extremely well. Um, I, I've, I'm helping guys get placed into get scholarships and get placed in some of the most prestigious universities, from Oregon to Harvard to Yale to the University of South Carolina to um, Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, literally every division one coach, you know, I'm, I'm in contact with, uh, I work for you guys, but long story short, uh, this Sunday at 6 PM Eastern, I'm having a zoom call and a zoom call is an all sports seminar catered to every parent or kid who wants to get recruited because I get the same emails and same phone calls daily about, Hey, can, how can you help my son? So what I'm doing is at the end of every month, on at the last Sunday of every month, I'm going to have a Zoom call. It's $40. The link is in my social media bios where you guys can go on my website, uh, torygurley.com, or you can go to the link uh, that's you know con connected to all my social media, Twitter, Instagram. You sign up, and we're, we're going to have this call, and I literally walk you guys through the things that I do on a daily. And it's for all sports. It's basketball, football, soccer. 
recruiting is the same, you, no matter how you cut it. If it's football, basketball, lacrosse, whatever it is, I can help prepare you and your parents on how to get yourself on track to get recruited. Or if you wanted my, uh, if you wanted my assistance from there, I can point you in that direction as well. But me just educating the parents because it's unfortunate that um, right now the NCAA has a dead period, and that means that. Division one schools are not allowed to go on the road and recruit guys. So the only way you can be recruited right now is getting on the phone with the coach. But what I do is I educate my parents. I educate the players on how to have conversations with these people because you're being evaluated. And if you don't get the job done in the first five to 10 seconds, that coach has moved on to the next kid because there's just too many guys or too many young ladies in this world uh, to be stuck on one. So that's how I help give kids that competitive advantage so you can get your name out there and get recruited and, and be like a Chase Claypool, a guy that was in, in Canada, and now he went to Notre Dame and went from Notre Dame to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I, I walk people through that process. So it's Sunday, Zoom call, $40 to register. Go to Tory's uh, social media, tgurley81, for the link. Sir, thank you so much for coming on and the insights, and good luck on Sunday. Thanks for having me. All right, there we go. Our NFL insider, Tory Gurley, helping graduating prospects uh, get noticed and uh, get recruited into the NCAA. You guys tell us when we're eligible for a break. We got Dave Naylor coming up. Let's real rattle this real fast. Jordan, the quick six show topics. What the heck, if you don't mind. This is where we started today. Thursday, NHL leftovers. And here's my number one. We... The, the cream has risen to the top in the National Hockey League's Scotia North Division, and it is, by name, Toronto, Edmonton, and Winnipeg. And everybody else is fighting in the muck for the fourth and final playoff spot. There's more, but you can go to my Twitter for that. Uh, two, it's opening night in the Western Hockey League. Free play to watch the home openers of Medicine Hat at Red Deer and Lethbridge at Edmonton. Go to whl.ca for details. Point three, fantastic curling on today. We covered it earlier in our curling report for Verge Ag. Draw 19, the first round of the championship goes this afternoon, 1.30 Central in the Calgary bubble. We just covered point four, which is the NFL notes. Point five is the CFL notes, and we're going to get into that with Dave Naylor of TSN next break, or sorry, next segment. Ricky Collins Jr. retiring today. Uh, Brandon Rutley announcing his retirement today, and the Argo hate has been stirred up again. And we'll talk about Joshua Palmer, a Brampton, Ontario receiver who played with the Tennessee Vols, and he's trying to lead a Canadian invasion of the NFL. We'll talk about that and more as the program rolls on. This is uh, the second half kickoff. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Support for The Rod Peterson Show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Dupes, have I told you about Manscaped? <laughs> you, you've started to. I've had it for yes. a week. Let me tell you, we've been doing it wrong. We have. Yeah, ask me why. Yeah, why? Because <laughs> I don't know where to start. I used to have to use two razors. Did I tell you that? I was doing an acrobatic act over the toilet and the sink. I had a big hair trimmer. I had a face shaver. None of those were made for below-the-waist grooming. That's a safety hazard. 
Don't tell anybody, but I don't have to worry about it anymore because the Lawnmower 3.0 is specifically designed for men's below-the-waist grooming. And your introductory package comes with a pair of boxer briefs, which I gave to you. Yes, not worn, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) No, I pulled them out of the package. When you order yours, you'll get a pair of underwear. This was a large, didn't fit me, so I gave them to you. You're welcome. Thank you. And it also comes with anti-chafing lotion. Where has this been all our lives? I know. So I used to get those nicky things. You must have too. (laughs) Nick yourself. Yes. And you're bleeding. Doesn't happen because the Lawnmower 3.0 comes with a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Manscaped (laughs) calls them. So what more do you want to know when you... When you use the Lawnmower 3.0, you use the anti-shaving cream, you leave the house feeling like you've just left a spa. The chafing, that's the worst, right? Rubbing between the legs. Anti-chafing lotion, 20% off with the promo code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code FANSIDED20. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Flame Tech Football Friday continues here on Game Plus, YouTube, and Facebook Live. And, of course, Suds Full Service Car Wash brings you our listen live, which I'll be heading over to Suds the second this show's over, Lynn, to see Kirby. Kirby. He's a winner all the way. Sure is. Kirby Gazelle. Uh, by the way, we're our break. you probably haven't noticed. You people probably haven't noticed that our breaks are a little out of sequence because we're joining live Swiss League play-by-play coming up at uh, quarter to the hour. It's SC Burn, which their team features Dustin Jeffrey and Corey Conacher against EV Zug, and that team includes Justin Abdelkader and Carl Klingberg, former Detroit Red Wing, Justin Abdelkader. You can watch them in Swiss League hockey coming up at the 45 mark. So we got to leave you early today. Our digital broadcast will go right up until the top of the hour. From some of our viewers, the CFL fans, CFL fans have showed up today wanting to talk CFL because it's a Flame Tech Football Friday. Uh, Ricardo, the Argos fan. Oh, he says, I'm a Hamilton fan. I always dislike the Argos, regardless of what they do. Chris Bird in Toronto <laughs> says, I hope there's a Labor Day Classic this year. Miss hitting Lot J before the game. And I'm going to have to slap around Jeff the Stamps fan here. He's asked, what helmet is this S helmet? Lynch, do you want to take a stab at that? What is this S helmet right here, the white one? Saskatchewan. Yeah. Saskatchewan what? Huskies. Yes. You call yourself a football fan, Jeff in Calgary? You, You don't recognize this? And Richard, who's watching in Boston, Massachusetts... So I think he said it was an old USAS helmet one day. This is the current helmet of the Huskies. We drove to Saskatoon and picked it up. The head coach of the Huskies, Scott Flory, came out of his office and said, you guys, you didn't drive all the way here just for a helmet, did you? Uh, <clears throat> yep. Had nothing else to do. <laughs> we wanted to get out of the bubble. So this is what the Huskies, whenever they return to the field, that's what they'll be wearing. Good coach. And by the way, Mark Zosel, he's watching from Melfort, where they do the Melfort Shuffle. And he says, Suds Car Wash is a spa day for your vehicle. Can I say this? I was sitting getting my car done in the uh, Suds, and it was like, my car deserves this. 
<laughs> it's like a forehand massage on yeah. your car. Yeah. They wipe out the door jams. They got a blow thing that gets the water off around your mirror. Yeah, I'm going there today. Great job. Uh, CFL report as we await Dave Naylor. He's a little behind schedule here, so I don't know what's up with Nails. But this is from this morning. The BC Lions Football Club salutes the career of Brandon Rutley after the running back officially retired from football today. Rutley said from his home in California, it's hard to say goodbye, but I'm looking forward to the next chapter with my wife and our soon-to-be-born daughter. Playing football for a living was a blessing, and it truly was an honor to say I played my final couple of seasons with the BC Lions. The 31-year-old came to the Lions in a trade with the Montreal Alouettes in January of 2018 after recovering from a season-ending knee injury suffered in his lone appearance season. The bruising back emerged as one of the most vocal and respected leaders in 2019. He also became a fan favorite upon his arrival with the Lions, never turning down the opportunity to sign an autograph or take pictures with fans at both BC Place and the Surrey practice facility. Folks, this comes less than 24 hours after Ricky Collins Jr. announced his retirement. He is a former Eskimo Lion Rough Rider and for a portion of time, the Green Bay Packers. And as I look at these comments from the viewers, Lynch, what do these retirements from the CFL to pretty big names mean, do you think? What read do you get out of this? That they don't believe the CFL future is that's certain. They're, They're concerned. Very concerned. And they have to pay money to get groceries for their kids and family. And they, they want to keep on living a life, like normal life. And they don't know what's going to happen in the future of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and any team, really, because the league has definitely said what's going to happen. It's about time now they did. Getting close to that season, eh? Well, what it says to me when you say the future of the CFL, I got the same read, but slightly different when I see these veteran big names retiring It's that they don't believe there will be a season this year. And I do have to say, it's sad. To me, it's actually gut-wrenching to see these guys call it quits on a career because of a pandemic. It's hard enough to begin with at the best of times. But when it's completely pulled out of your hands because of a virus and a government approach, it's even worse. And these guys are watching... Obviously, the game being played in America, and they're wondering why not us. And that's that's not a road that I'm going to go down. Like I'd I'd like to, but I'm not feeling up for the fight with people today. Ricky Collins had but a good year last year. And outstanding, 1,400 yards. He's, he's coming off his best career. Yeah, he should be playing. <laughs> that's why if they don't have football this year, can you imagine how how many guys will be retiring? How many situations like this will will drop up? Will come up? So, well. Yeah, very interesting about uh, uh, nails will be ready in 30 seconds, they say. Well, here's All guy. these guys have young families, by the way. Yep. So here's, here's, a, here's a note to you young athletes that want to play ball, pro ball. Practice contraception. <laughs> but just about all of these guys have families. They can't sit and wait. And unless, right. unless you're Willie Jefferson, who's making big dough, because Willie's got a family too. Yeah. But I'm just saying, when you got a family to support, you need to grow up. This is where we're at. Right. And this is not to say anything about 19, 20-year-old hockey players. Um, their careers are ending too. By the end and, of this month, end of March for sure, 
there's got to be an announcement on what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Don't you agree? Uh, they were talking in my ear. What did you say? By the end of March, there's got to be an announcement on what's going to happen. Uh, there's, I, I can't put a timeline on this. And uh, Chris Bird in Toronto says, what's happening to the CFL is what is happening to the middle class. It is shrinking and getting more and more stretched while the rich get richer. You nailed it, Chris. And you last week or earlier this week said that the rosters have to be cut. The coaching says, now we have a hard out at the bottom of the hour, 1.30 Eastern. So we got about five minutes with Dave Naylor, but we will take it. Let's bring in Dave Naylor from uh, TSN CFL Insider Nails. Good to see you, my friend. Far too long since I've seen you. Um, what's the latest on the CFL's proposal to the government and return to play? How are you feeling about things? Well, I, I feel pretty good about this. I mean, basically, you've got a two-pronged approach coming from the league to the levels of governors, various provincial governments, uh, health jurisdiction, authorities, et cetera. And this is the first one, which is rolling out basically to say, here's how we would like to stage football games, practices, team activities as such. And on this one, they got a big head start, right? Because a lot of this stuff was worked through between the league and the players association last summer, uh, specific to the Winnipeg bubble. But, you can amend a lot of the protocols that you were using to develop team activities and playing football safely then to in the respective nine stadiums. The other thing is that, you know, a lot of this is going to be modeled on what's been done with the national hockey league. And from what I'm led to believe there are people that uh, worked on the national hockey league proposal that are involved in the CFL's proposal. There's some medical professionals that work for teams in both leagues. And so it's not like the CFL had to get out sort of a blank stack of paper, you know, a month ago and say, gee, how do we do this? Like they've had a, they've had a bit of a running head start at it, but, but this is the easy part, right? Like getting football games approved to be staged in a professional league. Yeah. It's, it's gotta be specific and it's gotta be, uh, you know, very comprehensive, but this is what I would think is the, the more likely check mark, the one that's more difficult is when we see proposals about putting fans in stadiums. And that's going to be a while because whether we've got, I'll just use Ontario as an example, whether we've got a thousand new cases or a hundred new cases a day in Ontario, I don't think the protocol that the league is submitting to the provinces really changes, you know, but the protocol for stadium safety may be very different based on where the virus is, the vaccine rollout, the new variants, those kinds of things. So that one, I think, is a little more susceptible to the, to the ever-changing conditions than, than this first one. What is your read on veterans retiring? Two in the last 24 hours, Brandon Rutley this morning and Ricky College Jr. Thursday. I think it's two things. I think one is we knew that, that if you were not early in free agency, there wasn't going to be a lot of money left for most guys. So I'm sure these guys are getting offers that, are like anybody in your career. When you've made a certain amount, used to playing for a certain amount of money, and then somebody asks you to play for less, you know, that's just not something you're willing to do, especially in a case, you know, uh, of a guy like Ricky Collins, who had a thousand yard season last year with Edmonton. So, I mean, he's looking at it saying, hey, wait a minute, you know, I, I, I've proven myself in this league. I, I suspect, and this is my speculation, that it's not just the salaries they're being offered, but the uncertainty about whether they're going to play and if they're going to give up other things in their lives or turn down opportunities or things like that for a season that may or may not begin on time. I strongly believe not uh, and may or may not happen. I strongly believe will in some form, but I'm sure they're hearing the drumbeat that people in the media and otherwise are saying about the unlikelihood of, of a season starting on time. 
So, you know, they understand they do the math on their salaries. If you play two-thirds of a season, they're going to get two-thirds of their salary. You play half a season, they're going to get half a, a salary. So, hey, look, and I think we saw with James Wilder last year. You know, he retired, went and did some other things, opportunity to play again, boom, phone call away, right? So could these guys be back in the league if we're playing by August? Sure, they could. There's nothing preventing them from, from doing so, to my understanding. So, But I, I do think it is um, – I do think that that you know was this a regular season with these guys you know, start, everything sort of back to normal and the economics of the league standard. Uh, I'm I'm sure there are players that would play in that environment that are not totally uh, you know excited about playing in this. I mean, and and it goes back to last year, Rod. Like I had players last year tell me point blank, if we play a shortened season in a bubble in Winnipeg, I will not be there. Like, mm-hmm. like no way, you know, for for eight weeks pay, no. So, you know, it's, it's, it's all sort of consistent with what we've been going through for a while. And these guys that are retiring are all young fathers. These are men playing a boy's game, and they've sure. got to grow up. They've got bills to pay. That's well, just a way. Yeah. We, and we see this in the CFL all the time. And you know when you see it usually is right at training camp, right? You ever notice when training camp opens, all of a sudden, like, every team's putting out three or four releases of over the first, you know, week before the start of training camp till the weekend, where there are all these guys who are – you know, sitting on the fence till May and then May comes and they got to make a choice. And some of them say, I'm going to camp. I'm going to Canada to play football. And others say, yeah, I look at the circumstance of my life. I'm going to do something else. It happens every year. So it's not that exceptional, you know, in this league where guys are not making, you know, life-changing money. Absolutely. Hey, my last one for you. We just got a couple minutes is, isn't it delicious to watch the angst at the Argos? The hate, actually, from CFL fans across the country at all their signings. What's your read on what's going down there? Well, I I think there are going to be some moves that are going to have to be made. I mean, the offseason, I always hear all these questions about, are they over the salary cap? Are they over the salary cap? Like, there's no offseason salary cap. Like, like unless, unless I'm not, unless there's something here, I don't know. I mean, the salary cap is essentially... Uh, accounted at the end of a CFL season on how much you spent on players over the course of the season. And with so little signing bonus money being laid out in the off season, you know, that gives you lots of opportunities to, to sign guys without having to commit money. And that's, you know, again, I don't know what the Argos plans are, but it's hard to sign guys with money up front and then cut them in training camp because that's money you've wasted off the salary cap. If you're not giving out signing bonus money, you can sign all the guys you want, and there's nothing stopping you from cutting guys before you get to the season. Because it would seem at certain positions they aren't going to have, you know, they're not going to be able to carry everybody. And maybe this is just good competition. But the players going in, you know, probably looking at that roster and knowing not all of them are going to see the field in week number one. Right, and they all think they won't be the one that gets cut because that's, <laughs> that's their the mentality. The way these guys think, absolutely, that's the way exactly. they're trained to think. Yeah, right. All right, nails. We got to run, but thanks. A lot of info here. I appreciate it. Stay well, my friend. Yeah, sorry for the shortened segment with the uh, technical delays. You want to do this again sometime soon? Let me know, Rod. Great okay, to be on. thank you so much. Thanks, David. See ya. David William oh. Naylor joining us from TSN. Good friend of John Frenzy yeah, from back in the day. Great guy. Hey, great real guy. quick, great guy. A winner all the way, yeah. as you would say. Yeah. Sports on tap tonight for the tap drive through brew house and liquor store. National Hockey League, just three games tonight. Boston at the Rangers, L.A. Kings at Minnesota, and the Colorado Avalanche at the Arizona Coyotes. WHL tonight, it's opening night. Two games, Medicine Hat Tigers at Red Deer, Lethbridge at Edmonton. One game in the queue, Halifax is at Cape Breton. And in the NBA tonight, among their slate, it's uh, the Houston Rockets against the Toronto Raptors in Tampa. 
We're going to pause, reminding everybody that we will be breaking away a quarter to the hour to join Swiss League Hockey, SC Bern against uh, Zug here on Game Plus. Frenzy, you're taking off? Taking off, yep. All right. See ya. DuPont will be in here next. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Live daily on YouTube and Facebook. And listen live at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. All right. Welcome back, everybody. So, all kinds of comments from people. I'm just going to throw it into Dupes is here. I'm just going to throw it into viewer takeover now, right? What the heck? This is such a fun show. I got to go on a podcast. I do. got to do an interview in New York City at 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 SAS time. And they want to talk about the Artemi Panarin situation. So between now and then, I need to figure out a lot more about the Artemi Panarin situation than I know. And the KGB and the Kremlin. And I know the- a little bit about that, believe it or not. <laughs> But I so that's part of my day today, and then a meeting at two o'clock, and it's busy. And somebody wants a guy. I listened, a nice guy, but he asked me, "Do you want to? Can you go for lunch?" <clears throat> lunch. There's not a lot of time to go for lunch in this world, I'm afraid. Norm Fong, the Hall of Fame equipment manager for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, is watching. He writes in, he says, Rod, it's sad to see the direction the CFL is heading into. Salaries keep getting cut, and it's usually the lowest people on the staff that suffer. Uh, he said the league will see one-third of the teams this year have new equipment managers because if you have a family, you can't make ends meet on the salaries now offered. That's sad to see. So that's coming from Norm Fong. And uh, Normie, have you been reading my diary? Has he bugged? Has he tapped my phone calls? Because these are the conversations I'm having with people across the country in sports and media. And somehow this came up earlier on with Bo Levi Mitchell. Somebody wanted to ask me to ask Tori if Bo Levi would get a shot and why he hasn't had a shot. Bo's had that shot. You have to. Here's Darren, who's a young guy in his early 30s, never married, no kids. Right? You got me. I'm in a situation with Bo. I get Bo. He's making great money in Calgary. He's got the keys to the castle. He's living in a beautiful city. He's the face of the franchise, one of the top guys in the CFL. If he were to go to the Minnesota Vikings where he had that shot, he would have had to sign for far less and uproot his family. And I don't like to talk about this stuff with me because it makes me look like a loser to say, oh, yeah, yeah, I had this chance at Sportsnet. Oh, yeah, 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 I had this chance at TSN. But that's true. But I wasn't willing to go for less money. And it's the same thing with Bo. I got three kids. Right, and this is my home. I don't really want to leave here because all of my family's here. So I get Bo. He's in a pinch. He could go to Minnesota and realize a dream. He'd have to fight Kirk Cousins for a starting job. But if you know Bo, he's not afraid of that. Right? He thinks he'd be the starting quarterback of the Vikings. But that's but I get it. And with Ricky Collins and these guys, Naylor just said it. You're used to making a certain amount. You want me to work for what? No. Goodbye. After I just did that right you know in the season that Ricky so that's Collins why had. i kind of laugh when people say the the rude things about me why aren't you in the nhl rod why aren't you in the nfl you've done these things you have the ability to be there because i can't work and won't work for what i believe less than what i believe i'm worth yeah 
Fair. But if you don't have a family and you're willing to sell your soul, sorry to say, in some cases, take a risk or take a risk. I'm not a risk taker. And to be I never have been. But it's worked out for me because with 800 jobs whacked by Bell last week with all these guys that frankly have put their balls on the table to go work in those major markets and sacrifice everything else and then get. I feel terrible for those guys. I know. And again, that's the kind of guys that I've been on the phone with. That's right. You know. And I have a lot more tolerance for risk, but it's why this works so well. You don't have a family. Right. There's a lot less on the table, right? Right. So uh, I went through the sports on tap. So just hang on to our TV viewers. And you guys tell me when we got to go. Now here comes all the comments in here. So we'll get to those. Just hang on. Doing a little tap dancing here. We're uh, going live here on Game Plus to Swiss League Hockey. So stick with us digitally. For the rest, we'll see you Monday right here on Game Plus at noon Eastern. And they're telling me we're back live here digitally on YouTube and Facebook. (sighs) Remember how it used to be like that? Yeah. Go run out and check the TV in the lobby and see if we're actually still on television right now. Exactly. Because... Okay, they're telling me Swiss Swiss hockey is on. Okay, good. Now we can really get into it. We can drop (laughs) F-bombs. Which we're not going to. Anything goes. The guys like that one, too. See, everybody just came alive in the comments section here Mm -hmm. on Flame Tech Football Friday. Do we have another commercial break left or do we not? We will have another one. Okay, so now we're back on schedule that way. Gary in Winnipeg says, Rod Black, when early at TSN, turned down with one of the big three in the United States. Well, I don't think Rod Black is uh, regretting that decision to stay at TSN, I wouldn't think. No, he's a Swiss Army right? knight for them. He's, he's got tons of value. Tremendous value. Jeff, the Stams fan, I felt bad for you earlier in the week because you wanted to talk football so bad and we were on hockey so I will, I'll turn this floor over to you, Jeff, the Stamps fan, right now. He says, Bo had a shot. He just didn't like the opportunity. He was told he had no shot at the starter's job. His role was to be purely supportive of Cousins. Well, that's what you read, right? That's what Bo said. I'm sure that's pretty close to the truth. But again, that's the point. Was Bo going to uproot his family and leave Calgary, which was a tremendous situation for him, to go to Minnesota for less money and that? Why would he? And at some point, Bo's going to have to, in his own mind, because he's a lot younger than me, have that revelation where this is pretty damn good. But I can tell you right now, it's got to be nagging Bo to know that he's good enough to be there and he's still in the prime of his career, right? And that's not that his wife wasn't saying, go, Bo, go. I know Bo, from what I hear, because we've got so many mutual friends, is the kind of, he's a family guy. He's a good guy. Right? He's going to do the right thing. Right. You're it's, just sitting there staring at me. What do you think? No, it's such a tough situation because that's what life's all about, making those hard choices. We want to go chase our dreams, but we have to manage the risk and at what cost and evaluate, is it actually a dream? Because you go to Minnesota, Kirk Cousins doesn't play well but you still don't get an opportunity because they're riding with them. You might be unhappy there too. Then you get a high draft pick and they use it on a young quarterback right out of college, a hot shot. And all of a sudden you're not the backup either. 
and it's gone. And, and you, somebody's quarterbacking in your spot in Calgary. That's my point, right? It's a big yeah. risk. But yeah. at some point, you know, when you're sitting on your deathbed, you look back at all the things you regret, right? And you, will he regret not taking the chance and betting on himself? I don't know. Maybe he'll still have that opportunity, but uh, those are tough choices to make. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, I agree with you, Rod. See, Jeff, this is a day for a guy like you, right? You love football. This is the thing. And it's funny because usually Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm like, you know, I really like the hockey. I feel more at home with hockey. And then we get into the football, like Monday, Friday. I really like the football. I'm very comfortable in football. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't like the jump back and forth. I like these specific days Chris Bird in Toronto says Toronto is not over the salary cap. That is determined after this season is done. Any team can sign any number of players they want if they're not paying anything. Let's go way back. Re- rewind to the start of the show, the quick six show topics, the warm up. Where I said, thank you. Thank you, Jordan. You people really have it going on back there today. <laughs> My wife said, are you going to get in trouble for saying you people so much? <laughs> I said, no, I don't have a problem with, nobody should have a problem with the phrase, you people. It's, some do, some do, (laughs) but in the case of Don Cherry, to say you people's not a swear. The way he said it, he was talking about immigrants. The the, the second he said that, because I came home, that was the night I was doing the dinner in Paradise Hill with Rachel Holman, Daryl Sutter, Brian Sutter, Buddy Benz Miller. And it was 2019 at the time, so I Twitter's blowing up that Cherry had said something, right? Well, within 0.5 seconds, I found it on Twitter, the video, and I'm like, oh, he's done. He's done. And I like Cherry, but my thing, you cannot lump a group of people, particularly minorities, that way. No. Right? You, when I say you people, you viewers, that's what my intentions are by that. Where's the bell? That's not offensive, but to but to lump a group of minorities into that, it is. Yeah, you know, and uh, especially when you're shaming them too. That's the not, point. Not wearing poppies and doing that, you know. And then, I mean, yeah, I don't know. There's there's and there's still ways to do it. I mean, to to phrase it properly, to come at it with. You compassion. know what? If he had just said. You new Canadians, this is the problem I have. He might have actually had a problem, but there's this negative connotation. But that's just the way Sportsnet is. It's not necessarily a societal thing. It's a Sportsnet policy. And my thing with Cherry is, I don't care about the new Canadians or immigrants. Anybody not wearing a poppy. There are people born and raised in Canada that don't wear poppies. That's the problem that I have. Right. And if he had said, you people that don't wear poppies... He might have saved himself, but he said, you like our milk and honey? He made it very clear who he was talking to. Oh, yeah. You're very clear. You're here, and you better, sh- <laughs> right. you know, shape up or ship out. No, and, right? and I think we all admire it that he was given the opportunity by Monday to apologize. He's like, nope. He's like, I meant to say it to I, who I said it to and how I said it. Remember, he came on this show, and he goes, I want to thank you people for having me on the air. Remember that? I do. He doesn't regret anything of what he says, and not, not, nor necessarily should he. And actually, you're going to want to read my 10 uh, things column this weekend, Darren, because I'm going to talk about the, uh, 
diversity movement that Sportsnet's bringing in Hockey Night in Canada. You're really going to want to read that. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can get into it a little bit here, and it's going to shock people. It's going to shock people. And actually, we have one more segment left here of the, uh, the viewer takeover, so you can write us at 306-840-8777. Perry Mobile is your authorized SAS Tom Mobility dealer. I see a question has come in for Lynch, and I apologize. He's gone, and I just saw it. But I don't have a problem at all with what Sportsnet's doing. I don't. I got to go far more deep into it in my column. But Sean Bell, I tune in and watch the uh, intermission last night of the Oilers game, and Belzy's on there. He's been on this show. I've known him since he was 17 years old. What the hell's wrong with having him on there? I don't have a problem with Belzy on there. Let's not forget the Drew Remenda, middle-aged white guy, lost his job so Belzy could be in there. Ageism, discrimination. How far we want to go with this? Right. Right? And then Han Yuen Singh, I actually think his goal calls are cute. I love him. I know. I love him. McDavid! I like you. Yamamoto! I, I like it. I love him. I love those. Now, yes, his play-by-play isn't at the level of Jim Houston or Chris Cuthbert. Or Gord Miller or any of the other national guys. He's not there yet, but he's getting an opportunity, right? And he's, he's got his own thing, which is great. Those goal calls are outstanding. Yeah. They're memorable. He seems like a nice guy. His play-by-play has got to get better to be at that level, but he's getting the opportunity. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't know. I mean, we can all sit. One thing about music, movies, play-by-play guys, food, some like it, some don't. Yeah. Right. And Clark saying we should break him. We're walking on thin ice here right now and you're loving it. So hang on. We'll be right back to pick up on this. It's the RP show now live daily on YouTube and Facebook and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at RodPeterson.com. Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Moose DuPont here and our entire crew. Final segment of the week. I'm just going to go ding, 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 ding down the comments here, and then I'll pick one that's interesting. All right. Jeff the Stamps fan is completely mind-screwing me. He says, Flames look like they could be headed to the basement. They're just getting worse and worse. I said we're talking football today, Jeff. He was to talk about Flames. Well, then you got James in Morden, Manitoba. Gotta love the sins. I think Calgary and Vancouver better start worrying about Ottawa because they're coming hard. I think we could see Calgary in last by the end. Stop, stop, stop. It's football Friday. It's like herding cats with these people. You people. <laughs> uh, Glenn Brunette says you people on the RP show have put a great show together well it's all about entertainment thanks Glenn Wayne and Victoria says the passion you show for what you're doing is awesome Rod I love the show as you can tell Wayne is a big time P1 uh, from our sponsor from Darnell uh, Rockstar Supply Chains Darnell says controversy equals entertainment one of the best storylines in the CFL 
is rod versus bow. But that is how the business has changed because the executives now, no, no, no. I hear it all the time. We just want it to run smooth. And I had coffee with a guy this week who once said to me when I was voice of the riders, he said, you got the best job in the world. And I said, it's actually not the best job in the world. It's not what you think. I'm not going to get into why. But this now is the best job in the world because I don't have anybody controlling what I say. When I was voice of the Rough Riders, I had them controlling what I say. It became not fun. It wasn't the entire time. It was just near the end. So when I left that team, I was done with the business. Done. I'm like, if this is the way the business is now, I don't want to do this anymore. And then these, you people came to me and said, we have an opportunity here, Rod. And Paul said it many, many times. Just be yourself. I don't even know what that is. I had to take a while to figure out what that is, what I can say and what I can't. And now I was on a podcast this week in the States, and they said, you're the Canadian version of the Pat McAfee show or uh, Spitting Chicklets. And I'm like, wow, I'll take that as one heck of a compliment in terms of what we do. But back to the diversity movement by Sportsnet, because it's more of a Sportsnet thing. TSN a little bit, too, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. And this will probably go on my column yet. I've just started thinking about it. But I had an agent tell me that he was trying to get a person hired, a client of his, with a network. And was told, if you are, as a broadcaster, said, if you are not female or a minority, you won't get hired. That's their policy. That's their network. They can do whatever they want. We have a choice whether or not as the viewer to watch. And I watched Belzy last night. And I did not change the channel. He's giving quality analysis. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, Hockey Night in Canada with their panel, uh, panel in between periods, we now have a choice. Do we want to stay or do we not want to stay? I'm now going to watch Biz Nasty's live Instagram intermissions from his condo in Arizona because they're 100 times better. But can I say this about Don Cherry, an old white man? Ratings went up in the intermission. We were setting our VCR to tape around. uh, The game starts at 6. Our time, let's set the VCR to tape 6.45. Because that's when Cherry's going to be on. See what they've done? They haven't made it must-see television in the intermissions anymore because they have a movement of diversity. And that's totally fine. It's their network. And that Hannah Ryan Singh... As I said before the break, I find the guy entertaining. It's like my guilty pleasure. I see guys ripping him on Twitter. He's not good enough to be national. Says who? Who says that? Who gets to decide that? Yeah, who gets to make that decision? His bosses think that he is. And they make the decision. Right. McDavid! (laughs) It's becoming a thing. Yeah. Every time there's change in a movement, it always swings too far. Not saying this is wrong too far, but the pendulum, right? It always starts over here, and then as it comes down, it doesn't just stop where it should. It swings far. So you'll have more diversity, you know, and they'll get opportunities. And eventually, you want it to settle out right where it should, where there's a great mix and everybody has an opportunity and talent wins, right? No matter what you look like, no matter what your sex is, all of those things, talent wins. And it will balance back there. But that's what is going to stand out. But my point is there are some people that have been hired by the networks that I don't think are good enough to be there. 
and clearly I'm not going to name them, but I'll just change the channel. I'm not going to go to Twitter and Facebook and rant about it. That's just me. Don Mitchell watching in the Middle East says, everyone is scared of the mob. Keep doing what you're doing. But I'm not scared. After what I've been through in my life, I'm not scared of anything. And what with this Babcock stuff this week, the people have known better than to come at me on the Babcock stuff because I'll bite their head off. The cancel culture people back off real fast when they realize that you're not going to stand down to them and you don't have bosses that they can influence. That's the real scary thing for them. Yeah. Uh, Mark Zosel, for me, when the period is over, I channel surf. Nothing to watch in the intermission. They did that to themselves. The networks did that to themselves. And like with Bell and all the cuts, 800 people in Bell Media on radio, they're forcing everybody online. The radio's doing it to themselves. There's nothing that we're doing. They're killing, they're cannibalizing themselves. Yeah. So, do you have anything else? We got like a minute to go. No, that's, that pretty much sums it up. It does. It pretty much sums it up. And, you know, talent wins, right? There are quality, quality broadcasters of all shapes and sizes and colors. And, you know, it'll settle out. The cream will rise to the top. It, it always does. But we're still in the middle of the, the mixing. Yeah. <laughs> it it hasn't change. settled yet. Yeah. Uh, here, I know, not like we're going to TV uh, commercial break here, but... John in Edmonton wrote in that question for Frenzy was question for Lynch and Rod. If the CFL does not play this year, what do you think will happen to the league? Do you think the NFL, XFL, or another league will swoop in and take over Canada's National League? John, I hate to leave you hanging until Monday, but that's exactly what we're going to do. We'll address that on Monday. What's next for the CFL if they don't play? Because it's a great question that we don't have time here for today. Alan Miller of the Moose Jaw Warriors in Hockey Canada next uh, Monday. Paul Figler from the Dub. See you, dupes. Bye. I can sniff controversy. I can smell it. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.